Father, we thank you for your goodness. Jesus, we thank you for what you did for us on the cross. Holy Spirit, we, you are welcome in this place. We know that uh, you are in us, you are on us, you are in this room, and just have your way. Do what you want to do in this place. Just uh, meet all of our needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus, whatever that. You know every person in this place. You know what they need. You know if they need set free in their minds. You know if they've got something going on in their bodies. You know... Uh, if they need finances, if they're in fear of something, and I command a spirit of fear in the name of Jesus Christ to go, and I just speak abundance over everybody in this place in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. All of their needs are met in Jesus' name. Rolanda Sedeke, Ginglanda Sedeke, Quadarabaso Toki, Gilanda Sedeke, Quadarabason Doke, Gilanda Si. I just speak peace over everybody in this place in the name of Jesus. Does, does anybody need like a, a specific prayer for anything like at this moment? It's, it'd be a great time to pray for you. Okay. Kilanda sedeke, Gilanda soroke, Korarabasanda ki, Rolanda seteke, Korarabasereke, Gilanda sedeke, Korarabasondo ka, Elende sedeke. You coming up? I can't, I, I was wondering. Come on up. Um, I first heard the Lord saying, He was giving the key of heaven. And, uh, he had me thought about what does it mean to have the key. And in the last months, I've experienced having the key or the code of many houses of my friends around here. And it just shows me how much when you have the key or the access code, you can go and you know the person and you have their permission. You can go whenever you, you need to. And, you, and it also means you have access to everything that is in it. And I kind of feel like there might be someone here that you don't feel like you have access, that you have a right to access what the Lord has for you. And yeah, I, I just feel that we need to, you need to break that. <laughs> you need to accept that God is giving you the key, the access code, and take it. It's, it's free. It's, it's just, he loves you so much that he wants you to come in and access what is yours. Your inheritance, what he died for, and he wants you to receive it tonight. Amen. You know, the scripture says he, he is withholding no good thing from us. So a, a lot of times, and I've probably said this before, but we, we can take or try to take into our vertical relationship some of these horizontal things where when we work hard and, and we get promoted, we get raises, we, we earn things. And, and that's a good thing. Working, it's a good thing, okay? But we can't add anything to or take anything from what Christ did on the cross. And, and there are no condemnation to those of us who are in Christ Jesus and many other scriptures where um, we've got to watch these mindsets and make sure that we realize we're not under the law and we are under his grace, which 
can be a challenge, I think, to kind of grasp or understand, but just receive it as, as, as you're going along in life and you just keep getting more revelation of it. God is not mad about anything. He's not upset at all. Amen. I mean, he's not, he is not. And, and we all know ourselves better than, than the person sitting beside us, I guess. And so we're like, yeah, but you don't know what they did or God does. And, and, and I tell people, yeah, repent and sin no more. But at the same time, a righteous person gets up seven times and keeps going and you can't stop. And, and then, and then when you're like me and you're sitting here and I'm spending a hundred miles an hour thinking about everything I'm going to say, and I want to change the world right now and it's not going to happen. But, but so the devil, he'll push me because he can't stop me. And so he, whichever way he can do it, he is going to try. And the, and the scripture for a purpose in the new covenant says to be aware, uh, be aware, whatever translation of his wicked schemes. And so he's under our feet. He is defeated, but he's still roaming this earth. And so we do not have to yield to him, give him any place, but we got it. But we, and, and I'm not devil conscious. I'm not thinking about the devil, but at the same time, if, if, if I'm like in a circumstance, I'm like, oh, this is, this seems kind of strange. Is it always spiritual? No, but, but I still want to check. And again, I'm not going to be devil conscious, but we, but the scripture says that for a purpose. And I believe the Bible. How about you guys? <laughs> it's, it's God's word, right? So. I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm going to start, and I believe a good foundation has been laid, but Holy Spirit, just have your way in this place. So I've been reading through the Old Testament, and I love the story of Joseph, but I'm, I'm in Exodus now. We're going to, not going to read that, but, but I just continued after Genesis into Exodus, and I love the Old Testament, and, and, and I just want to say this. Like, some people... The only scriptures they remember or can quote is something about God's wrath. It's like they, they don't understand. So there, you can see God's, we're going to see his goodness in Exodus. All right. All right. So then I'm going to start in verse one and then we'll see where we go here. Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord. And I'm going to read it. I'm not singing it to you. I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. What is, what is he saying? He, he took care of their problem. He took care of their problem. There is nothing too difficult for him. Anything, any challenge or anything that you might be facing today or in the future, he has got your back. He is a good father. He's always got you covered always 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 do you have faith in him though do you believe that that's what i'm going to try and encourage you verse two the lord is my strength he is your strength so much of the time it's it's not just guys but i'm, I'm just going to talk to the guys here because i know i can be so guilty of this is it's like i'm trying to make something happen trying to fix something whatever it is like I have my part. I, I, I got to put my hands to something. But at the same time, before I begin doing that, I need to stop and pray and not try to do it in my own strength. And, and God's not going to control me or you, right? 
And so sometimes uh, maybe a few hours, a day or two, and I realize, ooh, I might need some wisdom from God. And man, he could speak one word to make that difficulty, that situation fixed or covered or whatever, whatever the word is that quickly. And you're like, I just wasted 48 hours of my life trying to fix this stressed out to the max, right? So remember this, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. You already have the victory through Christ, even for challenges and things that you have not even seen yet. You already had the victory. So when when you face those things, remind yourself, okay, I've got the victory. Okay, Lord, do I have a part in this? It, what is it? And, and it's being quiet. It's taking, like, I'm going to start talking about this a lot. A- any chance I get, somehow I'm going to fit this in a message. We have got to set aside some time, seven days a week, 365 days a year, to spend some time with God. To to talk to him about our requests, but also to close our mouths and be quiet and listen. Reading his word, reminding ourselves of his promises. If, If... if, if you're not willing to take the, I'm, I'm saying it's so sweet, but man, that is your pride because what you're saying, you may not be saying it verbally out loud, but in your pride, you're saying, I've got this Lord. And, and I can promise you, God knows your schedule better than you. And he knows the jobs and the positions he's given you. And he is not saying, you've got an excuse today for not spending time with me ever. If you ever hear that, beware of the wicked schemes of the devil. Because God did not say that. You may have more time some days than others. But man, if, I mean, I'm talking stewarding your money is a good thing, but I guarantee you stewarding your time is more valuable than that. As far as, you know, maybe you can argue that or or whatever possibly, but for me, that's, I'm just telling you, I am not the standard Jesus is and everything is not perfect in my life, but I am one blessed man and I, and I love my life and, and man, I can be this, the, the, the stress of the room at times. I, got, I had to repent Monday night to the core team. Like it happens every once in a while. I'm like, oh, forgive me. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm like Moses sometimes, man. I can be quick to be wound up. And it's like, settle down, Joe. God's got this. And so I asked for forgiveness and, and everybody's so sweet and kind. And they said they forgave me and I believe it. But, but, <laughs> but man, I, I just, we've got to, you know, and, I, and I've said this many times, life should be fun, but it is not a game. And, and we have a purpose here on this earth. And we sh- you, can, you can take it serious, in, but having fun while you're taking... It's like, okay, God, you, you have gifted me. You have called me. You have, you have said that you need me to do this. And, and God's like, all of that. But you, you can have fun while you're doing it, Okay. Is that, am I helping anybody? Okay. So the Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him. And he is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our praise. 
My, this is my God, I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. Not my, not my turmoil, not my circumstance, not, what, not uh, something that's going on in my body that I need healed of or fixed or whatever it is. I'm not going to exalt that. I'm going to exalt him. I'm going to exalt his word. Exalt what Christ did on the cross and, and the stripes that he bore so that we could be healed. Is that Sozo or Soteria or it's kind of one of, one of each? Anyway, it's, it's all taken care of. Salvation. It's, it's, it, it's more than if it was all, if all it was was that we're going to spend eternity with him, that's good enough. But it's, it's got us covered here on this earth also. The Lord is a warrior. This is your father that loves you. He's a boss. No, nobody can take him down. There, nobody's got a chance. The Lord is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. Pharaoh's, so the enemy, Pharaoh's chariots and army, the devil, the enemy, the, the, the problem, the, uh, the, the thing causing a mess in their lives, right? Pharaoh's chariots and army has hurled, he has hurled into the sea. The finest of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The, the, the big army, the ones with all the strength, the ones that nobody can take down, the ones that they're running from, the ones that have had them in slavery for, what was 430 years or something crazy? God's got them. It's not a problem. He's taken them down. The deep waters gushed over them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. <laughs> That's your enemy. He sank to the bottom like a stone. God has got you covered. What, what, are, you, what are you dealing with right now? He's got it. You may need some direction, some wisdom. You, uh, there might be something you need to do. or It might be sometimes, not often I don't think, but sometimes we got to stand still and, and be waiting on him. That's a good word for me because standing still, I'm like, That's, this makes no sense ever. <laughs> but at times there are stand still and wait on him. Let him be God in your life. Stop trying to make something happen. But I think for the most part, he's probably going to say, Okay, this is what's going on, and this is what I need you to do. I do need you to do your part, but we don't need to be doing his or even trying. We can't. Amen? So the deep waters gushed over them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. What happened here, they never saw coming. The enemy or the Israelites, they never saw this, right? I, I, I just promise you, they didn't see this happening. Or if, if the enemy would have saw this happening, they, they would have stopped chasing them. They, they would not have followed them up to the Red Sea. Your right hand, O Lord, has, it doesn't say he is. It says right hand. He's got more power. Anyway, your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, smashes the enemy. And this... I don't know, man. Is that is? Oh, I just went blank on what's. A, is that is that politically correct? It is. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> smashes the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, 
You overthrow those who rise against you. And he overthrows those that rise against you. You are his child. He, he has got you taken care of, but do you believe it? Can you see it before it happens? Can you see the Red Sea splitting before he does it? It's so important what you're seeing. Are you, are you seeing defeat? Are you seeing the problem? Are you seeing the, the circumstance that, that I'm not asking you to deny, neither is he? But are you staring at that? Where Focus 2023, where is your focus? Is on him? If you're not sleeping at night, it, you might want to say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm so focused on my circumstance. But when our focus is on him, that's when you're going to notice that peace that's dwelling on the inside of you that you just got to draw from. And I'm, I, I hope, I'm not, like if, if you've got something going on in your life, I'm not dismissing it or trying to make it sound like it's simple or it's not a problem, but we're here to pray for you. But it is not a problem for him. But are you speaking his promises, words of life over yourself and over the circumstance, or, or are you saying what you're seeing? Again, I'm not saying deny it, but then once you see it, man, you got to go back to his promises and that the, the truth changes those facts that you can see. Got to spend time with God daily. And, and I'm not talking about just in the morning, man. This is a, this is a constant communion with him constant communion with him just hey god just on your lunch break or going to the restroom when you're walking down the hall what whatever that looks like because because yeah but most of you are probably working jobs i get that and, and a lot of you are in the bible college i get all of that but but we we can you can learn from those teachers and they're some of the best but at, but at some point man you gotta you gotta start have you gotta have your own relationship you they, they can't have a relationship for you you gotta have your own relationship with him and man that being quiet is where um you know you're, you're just having that time with God and some of you might have kids and maybe at your house it looks like over there sometimes and so I don't know exactly how you do it, but it's possible. I promise you. <laughs> I'm praying twins for everybody. Anyway, in the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow those who rise against you. You unleash your blazing fury. It consumes them like straw. It is not a problem. At the blast of your breath, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood straight like a wall in the heart of the sea. The deep waters became hard. And then the devil, the enemy boasted, I will chase them and catch up with them. It's like, he's just playing right into God's hands. Just keep, just keep going, buddy. Keep, keep pressing the limits. Keep, keep, keep trying, keep wanting to keep doing whatever it is that you are wanting to do. God's, God's got you. The enemy boasted, I will chase them and catch up with them. I will plunder them and consume them. I will flash my sword. My powerful hand will destroy them. But you blew, your, but you blew with your breath. <laughs> His breath, man. This is not a problem. And the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. 
Who is like you among the gods, O Lord, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, performing great wonders? And this is still today, guys. This is still applicable today. And, and I'm going to continue casting vision. I don't care how long it takes, man. There, something's going to click for all of us. I, I, don't, I don't have a full understanding of all this, but I know what I'm reading. And I know what I'm believing and what God is showing me. And we are going to see needs met, signs, wonders, and miracles. That, that, is, that, is, what, that is his heart's desire. So I'm trying to... Build your faith also and pump you guys up to where when you walk in here, you're not thinking, oh, Pastor Joe's not here. We can't pray. Please pray. Even when I'm not here, God is here. I do not have to be here. And it's a culture that Tess and I have tried to create where you, yeah, somebody's got to lead this thing, but, but you guys have the same power. Lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. See people healed. See people set free. Whatever it is that somebody, whatever it is that is needed, know that you've got that power on the inside of you. You raised your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies. With your unfailing love, you lead the people you have redeemed. Are, are, have you been redeemed through Christ? Right? Amen? You lead the people you, you have redeemed. In your might, you guide them to your sacred home. The peoples hear and tremble. Angu anguish grips those who live in Philistia. The leaders of Edom are terrified. The nobles of Moab tremble. All who live in Canaan melt away. Terror and dread fall upon them. The power of your arm makes them lifeless as stone. This is your enemy, lifeless as stone. Until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people you purchased pass by. You've been purchased through his blood. You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain, right here in Woodland Park. <laughs> or wherever else you live. Uh, you know, if, you, if it's Divide or somewhere down there, you're good. So he's, he's got you. We're all on the mountain somewhere, right? The place, O oh Lord, reserved for your own dwelling. The sanctuary, O oh Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. And you're going you're gonna to be with him. Right? Amen. When Pharaoh's horses, when the enemy, when the devil, when Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers rushed into the sea, the Lord brought the water crashing down on them. But the people of Israel had walked through, I think it says in three places, man, I've heard guys argue with this. And I think it's three different places where it says, uh, the Lord brought the water crashing down on, but the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I, I heard a teacher one time trying to dismiss this and say they could not have gotten across there. All of their chariots would have been stuck, not on dry ground. Read your Bible. And if you don't agree with your Bible, we'll, we'll, we'll lay hands on your something, man. You got, please agree with what the scriptures say. It was dry ground. Then Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister took a tambourine and led all the women as they played their tambourines and danced. And Miriam sang this song, sing to the Lord, 
for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. So these guys have, these guys have crossed the sea on dry ground. They've made it out onto the land and, the, and then the walls of water have come in and drowned the enemies. And if you read, I think it's the chapter before where it talks about he took 600 of his best chariots and then all these men, like there was a lot of people. There was in the natural, there was every reason for these guys to believe that they were defeated. But they had the cloud by day to keep them cool. Thank you, God, because I get hot. And then this, the uh, fire by night so that they could see, but also keep them warm because it gets cold, I guess. I've never been to the desert, but it get, I guess it gets cold at night and hot during the day. So in other words, what they needed, God provided for them. Amen? So then verse 22. You guys there? Let's see what he says. Then Moses led the people of Israel, Moses, the leader, right? Led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. So they've just had this victory that they couldn't even have comprehended, guessed, come up with, or whatever, how God was going to do this. And they've been, they're victorious. They've had this great victory. And then a little bit later, here it is. And, and so you don't got to raise your hand. But if, if you fit into what I'm going to say here, and, and I do, man, I'm like, okay, we just had this great victory. We've just overcame this, whatever it is. Oh, another challenge. And then are we going to go back to speaking death and the circumstances? Hey, are we going to forget what he just did? Even if it was a year or two ago. And then, and then we, man, we face another thing and we become so fearful and it is so easy to forget and it's so easy to get our focus off of him and onto the circumstances and start to feel fearful and overcome. And I know for some of you, maybe that are, are, have just moved here maybe in September or January or whatever to go to the Bible college and man, the emotions were flying high for a little while and then all of a sudden, whoa, what happened? God's got you. He's, he's got you. you. You may be surprised by something that you're facing, but he's not. And he knows the end from the beginning. He knows where he has called you and he has made provision for you. Why does it take so long sometimes? I don't know. Let's keep reading. So then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. And I, and I looked this up because we, you know, we all know, okay, they say three, three days without water or whatever. Um, and I looked this up on the internet. I know you can't believe everything, but it was close. So how long can a normal person survive without water? The body requires a lot of water to maintain an internal temperature balance and keep cells alive. In general, a person can survive for about three days without water. So here they are. They get this great victory, 
and again, in a way that they could have never come up with, they are being led by the leader who I believe is being led by the Holy Spirit right into the desert and they are without water for three days. That's like, man, my throat is dry. That's like, well, are we going to die? I mean, it looks like it, right? You, you would think, okay, and there's, I don't know, 1.2 million people, whatever it is, it's a lot of people and they are without water for three days. Like, you just split the sea, you dried the ground, we got across, you drowned our enemies. Can you not take care of this? Three hours maybe, but th why three days? I don't know. It doesn't say, but I will tell you what it does say. The desert for three days without finding any water. When they came to the, the oasis of Mara, the water was too bitter to drink, so they finally find some water after three days, and it cannot be drank. It's like, are you teasing me, or what is going on here? I mean, it seems cruel, right? It's like, here's the water, but it's bitter. We can't drink it. Okay, we need water, and we're, we're close to death. It's been three days, and then we find water, but this water will kill us if we drink it. What we need will kill us. And they're right where God has led them. <laughs> but he is so faithful. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. You guys wouldn't do that to me, right? <laughs> he's the leader though, man. And, and, and I'm sure he's thinking, I've been, I'm, I'm where you led me, God. And, and, and all these people, they're trusting that I'm hearing from you. And we're all right where you brought us. And we're all fixing to die. What is happening here? So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. I say it, man. I've been saying it for years. That's one of the best prayers I ever pray. Help. It's a one-word prayer, and I guarantee you, God, he, he's got you. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. How many of you have not cried out to the Lord for help, and you're in the middle of something, and you're like, and you need some help? It's called humility. Humility and obedience will change the course of your lives in, in such a good way. And it'll keep you on that path that God has laid out for you where there's probably some bumps and some ditches and some potholes here and there, but he has got you. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. And I was reading this again last night and today. And I'm thinking, Maybe if he showed John Gamelke a piece of wood, he could, he'd know what to do with it. I would have done this right here. It doesn't say this, so maybe I'm reading into it, but I'm thinking about myself. I, I probably would have got fired up that fast. I'd have taken that piece of wood and thrown it as hard as I could. Upset with God about, you're showing me a piece of wood. What is this going to do? So I, I don't know if Moses was mad or not. But Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. <laughs> He's got you covered. But it's probably, so much of the time anyway, going to be in a way that you would not have thought of. He's going to show you a piece of wood. Are, are you going to hold on to it? You gonna, are, are you just going to stare at it? Are you going to bury it? Are you going to pick it up and, and put it in your car? Or what are you going to do with what he shows you? I'm being serious, man. This piece of wood 
changed everything. It was the answer. Sometimes we get these answers that we don't want or work or make no sense, and it's like, what do we do? Help. If, 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 if you're not sure what to do with it, cry out for help. It didn't say, and the reason why I think maybe, and, and if, if you look at some of Moses' history, he could be, he could be uh, uh, quick to be fired up a little bit here and there. He killed somebody, right? And he thought he was doing everybody a favor. So he, he, he can get a little upset sometimes. And so that's why I think, I wonder if he just threw it in the water out of anger. Let's say he did. Look at God's grace. He is so good. That's old covenant. He is so good. Like I said, you can read the old covenant. If you're looking for his goodness, it's all in there. Don't get hung up on some scripture about him wiping some people out. He's God, man. He, and he is always right. Always right. He is God. So it maybe you don't understand, but he is always right. And, and you know what? You can always ask him questions. Do, do you know that? You got that kind of relationship with him where you're not afraid to ask him questions. He already knows what, that's why I say, he already knows what I'm thinking. And some of you have heard me say this. When I met Tessa, see, February 4th, it'll be 22 years ago that we met. And I'd only been walking with the Lord for a little over five years. And man, I needed a lot of refining still. I can promise you this. But I had a relationship with the Lord. I used to freak her out a little bit sometimes in, in my, some of my conversations with God when things weren't going the way I thought. And I didn't know how to fix it, where the answer was or what to do. And me and the Lord, we had, we bumped heads a little bit. And so, and she'd be like, She'd be running for me like he's going to strike you with lightning. It's like, no, he's not. He's not. He can handle me and he can handle you and he's got the provision and he's the one that's called you and you're where you're at because you're obeying. And if you're not obeying, repent and ask him what to do next, where to go or how to, how to straighten it. What do you got to do? Just so, so much that, I mean, Man, as we're walking this walk with him, we're all going to make some mistakes, but he gives us these course corrections, and it's okay as long as we're being humble. And, and, and I think maybe I said this Saturday night where I will ask myself, not in any shameful or condemning way, hey, God, have I caused this? Is there something that I'm doing or not doing to, that, that's got me off this path? Or just give me the answer. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever I'm told to do. Amen? So he cried out to the Lord for help, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. It was there at Marah that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, okay, Lord, this is what you're saying, and I'm going to obey Oh, Lord, this makes no sense. And actually, we may be fearful at the moment, and then when he tells us what he wants us to do, it causes even more fear because we're like, this makes no sense. It's like, nope, I hear from, I hear, I'm hearing the voice of the good shepherd. I know what he's saying to me. 
or I've got somebody close to me with a, with a good relationship that also hears from God. And I can, I can say, Hey, will you pray with me? Help. Is this make sense? Or, or, or do you think this is God, man? We need each other. We are the body of Christ. We are brothers and sisters, right? But I will say this. I've seen People get really confused when they're talking, asking too many people for their opinion about something. Don't, don't go to 12 different people. You may get 12 different answers, and then you'd be so confused, you don't even know if you're hearing from God or not. You know, that, that one or two people that you're close with, that you know, and they're, they're not just praying with you, hey, I'm praying for you, but, but they're in faith. Some people can quote the scriptures like I, if you start one, a lot of times I can, I can finish it, but I, I just, I don't have the Bible memorized. I'm, I'm jealous of those people that do. I don't, uh, but I've always got my phone with me and then Google is amazing. I can remember part of the scripture. So I'm typing in what I can remember and then it brings it up and I love Bible hub. It's like, Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> Make sure they're praying in faith, God's word, right? He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do right, what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees. And now this is old, this old covenant, but it's, 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 it's simply, it's obedience, right? What he's saying, what he's telling you to do. Then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians. Again, old covenant, but that's, he's God. He was right. He's always right. And that's how he took care of it. It's not for, and, and that's not happening to us today. If you, if you are sick, God did not make you sick. And, and, and Jesus took care of that for you. We will pray for you. For I am the Lord who heals you. This is today. It was then and it's today. Amen. After leaving Mara, the Israelites traveled on to the oasis of Elam where they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees was what they needed. Why three days and without water? I don't know. But God had their provision. And it doesn't say that any of them died. His grace was in there. He didn't want him to die. He had him taken care of. He knew it was going to be three days or whatever. He knew where their provision was. So I, I just want to encourage you in this. In the process, and if it's taken a little bit longer than you want and you don't understand, to keep your faith in God. He's got you covered. Do not give up. Giving up is never an option. And God is never mad at you. And he is always, always, always good. He loves you unconditionally, regardless of whatever you might have said or did. Or, <laughs> I, Man, sometimes I say something or, or do something, I'm like, man, I just surprised myself. Sometimes I even surprised Tessa, but God was not surprised. And I'm like, oh, Lord, please forgive me. You've got me. This is all, all good. Amen. Praise God. So thank you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to pray. And then 
I don't know if, if it, I, I'm going to pray and that father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you so much for your provision. I thank you father that everything has been taken care of for everybody in this room, uh, regardless of what it is they're, they're facing. If, if there's anybody in here facing challenges or, or in the future, what that is, I just pray that your word would come back to their, uh, remembrance that they would, they would stay focused on you in 2023, that they would speak life, not death that they would they would keep their focus again on you and even in the circumstances and speak to their mountain and and let it know that it will be cast into the sea that you have all of their provision you have everything that they need and and even if they're in the desert for three days without water you've got 12 springs and and the trees and whatever it is that is needed you will provide you are faithful so father i just I just speak uh, just abundance and life and peace and, and, and anything that anybody might need in here that all of our needs uh, are met according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And so, Father, we just are going to allow you to flow your kingdom through us and be a light to this city, a light to this world, a light to wherever it is that you might take us in the future. And we're going to know that you will never leave us. You would never forsake us. You're always with us. You bless the work of our hands. All we put our hands to prospers. And the by Christ stripes that we are healed and salvation has covered everything for us. Nothing missing, nothing broken. In Christ's name I pray, amen.